You're listening to Business English Pod, the Business English podcast for professionals on the move. Hello, and welcome back to Business English Pod. My name is Edwin, and I'll be your host for today's lesson on Business English idioms for talking about relationships. Before we get started, a quick reminder that this lesson, along with hundreds of others, is available as a free download from the BEP website. Premium members can also access a PDF transcript and online quizzes for every lesson. If you'd like to take a free trial to preview some of these extra resources, just head over to www.businessenglishpod.com. They say that success in business is all about relationships. Certainly, your success in a particular workplace is greatly dependent on how you relate to those around you. That includes your colleagues, your collaborators, your staff, and your bosses. If you don't develop good relationships, then it probably doesn't matter how great your work is. Relationships aren't just important. They're also interesting. What do you and your colleagues talk about when you chat socially? A lot of your conversations are probably about the people at your workplace. Who isn't getting along? Who is getting along a little too well? Who doesn't like who? And who is being a bit too nice to everyone? Whatever kind of relationships you're talking about, there are hundreds of English idioms you can use. If you listen to our 925 English lesson on describing people, then you learn some useful basic expressions. In this lesson, We'll take that to the next level with some great idioms for describing relationships. In the dialogue, we'll hear a conversation between three colleagues, Brooke, Mark, and Ivan. They work for an insurance company that has just put together a new team to work on a new product. The three colleagues are keen to talk about the complex web of relationships among the people on this team. As you listen to the dialogue, try to answer the following questions. 1. What is the relationship between Chuck and Dave? 2. What does Brooke think will change between Dave and Anna? 3. What's the relationship between Becky and Dave? So, you hear about this new team they put together? Some sort of group insurance thing? Right. I actually put my name in the hat for that, on the tech side of things. But, yeah, they went with Chuck instead. Let me guess. You didn't butter up Dave the right way. I don't think it was that. Chuck's got a ton of experience, even if he doesn't always see eye to eye with Dave. That's true, but the whole thing, I mean, assembling the team, wasn't completely under Dave's direction, you know. It's not like he picked everyone. Are you sure about that? Why did he choose Anna? I mean, Anna? Everyone knows Dave has a soft spot for her, even though she's not exactly the sharpest tool in the shed. Well, seems to me she knows how to suck up to the right people. Maybe, but wait a second, Brooke. I think there was a time that Dave took quite the shine to you, wasn't there? Me? don't know what you're talking about. No, really. It's true. He kind of took you under his wing when you first got here, helped you out, 
put in a good word on your first promotion. All that. Huh. Okay. Maybe to some degree. But turns out he's a bit of a fair-weather friend, you know? Anna's going to discover that the hard way. She'll screw up one too many times, and he'll be breathing down her neck the same way he does with all his direct reports. I don't know if he does that with everyone. I mean, look at Becky. I feel like she does a pretty good job of keeping him in line. She's got a way of doing that. They get on like a house on fire. Yeah, yeah, I know. She rubs me the wrong way. But I have to admit, she knows how to handle Dave. That hasn't always been the case, though, has it? I've heard those two weren't always on the same wavelength, so to speak. Can't remember who told me that. Yeah, well, anyone who's been around for more than a couple of years will remember what happened with Diego. Now let's go through the dialogue again and look at the idioms the three colleagues used in their conversation about the new team. So, you hear about this new team they put together? Some sort of group insurance thing? Right. I actually put my name in the hat for that, on the tech side of things. But, yeah, they went with Chuck instead. As we can hear, Mark asked to be considered as a candidate for the new team. Or as he says, he put his name in the hat for it. But they chose someone named Chuck instead. This is the first team member we are introduced to. We'll hear more about him later. But first, let's hear Brooke speculate about why Mark wasn't chosen. Let me guess. You didn't butter up Dave the right way. We'll hear lots more about Dave later. But first, what does butter up mean? Well, if you butter someone up, you act really nice to them because you want something from them. So maybe you tell your colleague how good she is with numbers in the hope that she'll help you with your report. How else can we use this idiom to butter someone up? Let's practice with a short dialogue. I'm really going to need Ken's help to get this finished on time. Well, you might try buttering him up with one of your tickets to next week's game. So, does Mark believe that he wasn't chosen because he didn't butter Dave up? I don't think it was that. Chuck's got a ton of experience, even if he doesn't always see eye to eye with Dave. As Mark sees it, Chuck was chosen for his experience. This might be a bit surprising, considering he and Dave don't see eye to eye. If you do see eye to eye, it means you tend to agree with someone. So if you don't see eye to eye, then you often disagree. Let's try some more examples of this idiom to see eye to eye. My old partner and I just couldn't see eye to eye on how to run the company. I like Phil. We see eye to eye on everything from sports to politics. Now let's hear more speculation about how the team was put together. That's true, but the whole thing, I mean, assembling the team, wasn't completely under Dave's direction, you know. It's not like he picked everyone. Are you sure about that? Why did he choose Anna? 
I mean, Anna? Everyone knows Dave has a soft spot for her, even though she's not exactly the sharpest tool in the shed. Brooke doesn't believe Ivan when he says that Dave wasn't responsible for picking the team members. As evidence, she talks about Anna, who is not the sharpest tool in the shed. This is another way of saying she's not very smart. So if she's not smart, why would she be chosen for the team? Well, as Brooke says, Dave has a soft spot for her. Sometimes we like someone, even though they haven't done much to deserve it. Maybe there's an employee who you think is nice, even though he doesn't do good work. In this case, we say, as Brooke does, that we have a soft spot for the person. Let's try a short dialogue to practice this idiom. Not sure if that new guy is going to work out. He's not very experienced. Yeah, I know, but I have a bit of a soft spot for him because he's from my hometown. Does Mark agree with Brooke's assessment of the situation? Well, seems to me she knows how to suck up to the right people. According to Mark, Anna has a way of getting people to like her. She does it by sucking up to people. This is kind of like buttering someone up but it's specifically about being extra nice to someone in authority. So if you keep telling your boss how smart she is because you want her to like you, then you're sucking up to her. We typically use the expression when we don't like the behavior or the person who's doing it. Let's try some more ways of using this idiom to suck up to someone. Tina thinks she can get the promotion by sucking up to Ben all the time. I refuse to suck up to the boss just to get the best schedule. Now, it seemed clear that Brooke doesn't think highly of Anna, but Ivan thinks there's a bit more going on. Maybe, but wait a second, Brooke. I think there was a time that Dave took quite the shine to you, wasn't there? It sounds like there was a time when Brooke benefited from special attention, just like Anna is doing. As Ivan describes it, Dave took a shine to her. Taking a shine to someone is a bit like having a soft spot for them, but we use it especially when a person likes someone they've just met. So when Brooke first started at the company, Dave took a shine to her. Let's use a short dialogue to practice this idiom, to take a shine to someone. How's Gail working out since she joined your team? Well, she's had it pretty easy since our manager took a shine to her. How does Brooke react to Ivan's comment about her former relationship with Dave? Me? Don't know what you're talking about. No, really. It's true. He kind of took you under his wing when you first got here, helped you out, put in a good word on your first promotion, all that. Brooke tries to deny it, but Ivan persists in reminding her that Dave helped her out when she first started. As he describes it, Dave took Brooke under his wing. You can imagine an adult bird trying to protect a baby bird by shielding it with her wing. When we use this expression, we mean that someone is taking care of someone younger or less experienced. It also includes the idea of mentoring or teaching someone. How else can we use this idiom 
to take someone under your wing. Let's run through some more examples. When I was first hired, Devon was kind enough to take me under her wing. Hopefully, someone will take me under their wing and show me how the company works. Now that Ivan's challenged her denial, will Brooke admit to receiving special treatment from Dave? Huh. Okay. Maybe to some degree. But turns out he's a bit of a fair-weather friend, you know? Anna's going to discover that the hard way. Brooke is finally willing to admit that Dave treated her nicely. But that didn't last. She calls him a fair-weather friend. Fair-weather is nice weather. And a fair-weather friend is someone who only wants to spend time with you when everything is going well. Fair-weather friends tend to ignore us when we have problems or need help. Let's try some more ways of using this idiom, fair-weather friend. Since I lost my job, Norm hasn't called me. What a fair-weather friend. Todd is a fair-weather friend who did nothing for me when I was struggling at work. Brooke is convinced that Dave will be a fair-weather friend to Anna as well. And that means his attitude will change. Let's listen to her explain how. She'll screw up one too many times, and he'll be breathing down her neck the same way he does with all his direct reports. Brooke predicts that Anna will make a few mistakes, or screw up, and then Dave will start breathing down her neck. Now, that's not actually a nice thing to do to someone. Imagine for a second that your boss is standing right behind you, watching everything you do very closely. That's breathing down your neck. We've probably all experienced how annoying it is to be supervised too closely. Let's practice some more ways of using this idiom to breathe down someone's neck. Could you quit breathing down my neck? I know how to do this. Wayne feels really frustrated with his manager breathing down his neck all the time. Brooke thinks Dave breathes down the neck of all his staff, but Ivan disagrees. I don't know if he does that with everyone. I mean, look at Becky. I feel like she does a pretty good job of keeping him in line. She's got a way of doing that. They get on like a house on fire. We've got two different idioms here to describe the relationship between Becky and Dave. First, Ivan says she knows how to keep him in line. If someone is in line, it means they're following the rules or behaving properly. And if you keep someone in line, you make sure they do that. So, Becky is good at ensuring Dave doesn't behave inappropriately. Let's run through some more ways of talking about keeping someone in line. We need a firm manager to keep everyone in line. I find the team loses focus when I'm not there to keep them in line. Ivan also says that Becky and Dave get on like a house on fire. If you had to guess, you might say that this is a negative meaning. Surely a burning house isn't a good thing. In fact, if two people get on like a house on fire, they like each other a lot, 
and get along very well. It just shows you how strange some idioms can be. Let's use a short dialogue to practice this idiom to get on like a house on fire. How's things working out with Carla? Fantastic! We've been getting on like a house on fire. Now let's get back to the dialogue as Brooke continues talking about Becky and Dave. Yeah, yeah, I know. She rubs me the wrong way, but I have to admit, she knows how to handle Dave. Brooke is willing to accept what Ivan says about Becky, but still Becky rubs her the wrong way. The word wrong is a pretty good hint at the meaning here. Think about petting a cat or dog in a place or way that they don't like. That's rubbing them the wrong way. It's annoying. We use this idiom when we don't like someone, but not for very specific reasons or for something they've done wrong. If someone rubs you the wrong way, they're just naturally irritating. Let's practice some more examples of to rub someone the wrong way. Daryl is good at his job, but he really rubs me the wrong way for some reason. Aggressive salespeople rub many people the wrong way. As we all know, relationships change over time. And it turns out Becky and Dave haven't always got on like a house on fire. Let's listen. That hasn't always been the case, though, has it? I've heard those two weren't always on the same wavelength, so to speak. Can't remember who told me that. Mark is newer to the company than Brooke and Ivan, but he hears people talk, and he's heard that Dave and Becky weren't always on the same wavelength. Remember the idiom we learned, to see eye to eye? That's a little bit like being on the same wavelength. We use this idiom to mean that you think similarly to someone else, and you understand each other easily. So, Becky and Dave are on the same wavelength now, but as Mark says, they didn't used to be. How else can we use the expression on the same wavelength? Let's run through some more examples. Well, Sally, I'm sure glad we're on the same wavelength about the budget. Let's call a staff meeting to get everyone on the same wavelength. So, does Ivan know anything about Becky and Dave's former problems? Yeah, well, anyone who's been around for more than a couple of years will remember what happened with Diego. The story just keeps getting more interesting. Ivan introduces us to another person in the workplace drama, Diego. But we'll have to wait until the next lesson to find out what happened. Now let's practice some of the idioms from this lesson. In a moment, you'll hear a series of sentences. Each sentence will be followed by a beep. After the beep, you need to restate or rephrase the sentence using one of the idioms we learned today. When you listen to the sentence, think about which idea can be replaced by one of the idioms. For example, if you hear, It was so nice of Brenda to mentor Francine. You can say, it was so nice of Brenda to take Francine under her wing. After each response, we'll provide the correct answer. Ready? Let's give it a go. 
I don't know why, but Kendra really annoys me. Answer. I don't know why, but Kendra really rubs me the wrong way. Let's talk this issue through until we can agree about it. Answer. Let's talk this issue through until we can see eye to eye about it. Ivan and I are from different countries and don't really understand each other. Answer. Ivan and I are from different countries and aren't really on the same wavelength. As manager, it's your job to make sure employees follow the procedures. Answer. As manager, it's your job to keep the employees in line. We've reached the end of this lesson, the first in our two-part series on idioms we use to talk about relationships. For more practice, premium members can access the online quizzes and study notes for this and other episodes on the BEP website. Not a member yet? Then just head over to www.businessenglishpod.com and sign up for a free trial to preview some of the extra resources available to members. Thanks for listening, and see you again soon.